Hello and welcome to Kame Club. Uh, so on this week's Nintendo Direct brought to you by the Kame Club. We're doing another Nintendo Direct roundup. Uh, keep looking forward to those hot takes. Uh, spoiler alert, I thought it was pretty good. I thought this was a fantastic Nintendo Direct. Obviously not something for everyone. Yeah. But it's still not. a lot. Of, I think you brought it up yesterday that this was the Nintendo Direct for Hunter and Frank. Yeah, exactly. This is all stuff we wanted. It really kind of was, actually. Also, by the way, uh, Hunter Davenport, Frank Simpson, bringing to you the hot, hottest takes here in the gaming industry. That's right. Uh, I'm Hunter, if you could not. Yeah, that big hunk of man next That's to me right. is Hunter. That's right. Wink. Um, <laughs> let's get right into Nintendo Direct, because there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about, we got to jump right in. So, right on top, Fire Emblem Three Houses. No, I'm sorry. Uh, three Hopes. Three Hopes. Yes. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I was not expecting this. I didn't think they'd ever make another one. I didn't know this was a game people wanted. That first Fire Emblem Warriors game is really good. I like they're just Musou games, right? Like, is there they really are, but, that much of a difference? But there, there is a there is a difference, because there's a good Musou team, and there's a bad Musou team. Okay. And... The ones who get the IPs are the good Musou team. Uh, okay, so those are doing like the Warriors of Hyrule. Yeah, and Hyrule things. Warriors. Uh, yeah. They, like, even the ones that are like okay are better than like Dynasty Warriors. Well, I guess this gives me a reason to actually try Fire Emblem Warriors because I actually bought it originally when it's I got good. my Switch thinking you, that it was just a Fire Emblem game. You'd like, like it. Oh, it's crap. not, it's not Fire, it's not, it's, it's just a good hack and slash game. Sounds like a good game to play when I'm watching anime or something. Yeah, if you just want to like waste a couple hours, Fire Emblem Warriors is pretty good. Awesome. All right, let's just keep rolling. Going here, we're gonna hit Triangle Strategy next. Oh, yeah. Spiritual successor, Final Fantasy Tactics, near and looks dear to my heart. Awesome. It looks so good. I love, I love, I love the art style of Octopath Traveler and this, where it's just like this. This is really beautiful sprite work, and they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna keep doing that. And I'm like, you know what? It's working. Keep doing it. It's gorgeous. Uh, the gameplay looks fantastic. It does. Uh, there's it, a demo coming. There's. It came out right after the direct. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it yet. I'm gonna do that. So the demo this is weekend. the first three chapters of the game. They're calling it the prologue demo. Wait, really? Yep. First three chapters of the game, and the save that you accumulate here, you can transfer to the game when it comes out in March. Okay. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's how fantastic. That, how long is that prologue? They're doing the first three chapters now. When they released the demo last year after announcing the game, that was. Roughly two chapters worth of information. And that took me kind of three hours plus to play those two, those two chapters. Because it wasn't just the battles. It was everything going into the battles. The you know the persuasion mode where you're trying to convince your allies what to do when you go into the town and do little things. So the fact they're releasing these first three chapters as a demo. Like you're looking maybe up to ten hours of gameplay in a demo. Yeah. Possibly, depending on how the you know the first chapter works out, which obviously in an RPG could be anywhere from you know introduction four to five minutes to two hours of exposition. So who knows? Watch sitting and pressing A. Yeah, it's certainly possible. And um, plus, it's a tactic style game, so there's already a lot of sitting and pressing A. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I I I'm much. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I'm I don't I'm not the I'm not a, like a crazy huge tactical RPG fan like they're, they're, I'm into a very specific kind of tactical RPG and like I'm looking at this and I'm like okay I'll probably play this eventually but like it's not on my immediate list it's on my immediate list so uh, uh, I'll be handling all the tactics RPGs when they come out Hunter will handle all the horror things yeah that's right that's how we're gonna do this yeah uh, I will not play indie horror games because I refuse to subject myself to trash um, you play horror games that's already I do there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I play good horror games. Okay, okay. 
with legacies. Yeah, sure. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> yeah. Because every Resident Evil game has just been knocked out of the park, right? Most of them have. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> all right. No Man's Sky. So I got to be real with you. This really caught me by surprise. That of all the AAA like, titles that they were going to I don't port, understand how they got it on Switch, to be honest with you. Like, I am just blown away this by this one. This is some cloud technology bullshit, I bet. That's... That's, you'd think that, right? But they didn't say it was a cloud version. Yeah, I know. That's the crazy part. Is like, is this like a scaled down version in a way? I don't think it's gonna be. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it could be easy to run in theory. Possibly, yeah, because it is a procedurally generated game. So I mean, it all, might be. all you would really need to do is keep those servers connected. Right. So if you're playing this game, you're gonna have to connect to the net at all times, no yeah. matter what. So, hey, OLED docs, this is this is your jam right here. Exactly. Yeah, real good. Uh, more reason to get an OLED switch right here if you're gonna go for No Man's Sky on the switch. Yeah, then it won't matter when you use your dock. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I called that. Hey, some weird AAA ported game is gonna appear on the switch and be part of this direct. I thought it'd be more like a cyberpunk, just like really left. Yeah, I thought it'd it. be something way weirder, but not No Man's Sky. I feel like No Man's Sky is pretty weird for the switch, actually. It is. Yeah, you know, it's it up is. there. It's a weird pick. Sure. And from there, we're going to jump right back into Nintendo stuff here. Uh, Mario Strikers? That's right. They're back. It's back. Battle League. So we're, we are seeing a franchise come back after 17 years, basically. Yeah. It's back, baby. Uh, the last Strikers game was on Wii. That's um, right. Released in 2005. It's a fantastically, weirdly edgy Nintendo game. It looks so anime. It, it is. It like, looks so delightfully anime. Luigi can summon tornadoes. <laughs> it's so good. And I want that to be canon. <laughs> it's a it's a vacuum power, right? Is pretty much what's happening here. I hope so. Right. So uh, no, wait, no. He he uses his hands to create. So he's absorbed the essence of suck. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> There's this episode title. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is the Ghostwire Tokyo Mario. Uh, Crossover you're yes. we just trying to see. Yes. <laughs> uh, but honestly, like, this game looks awesome. It looks great. My only fear is, and this is just kind of for someone who doesn't love playing sports games all the time anymore, is it, how repetitive is it going to get? You know? Uh, you know, it's, I, 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 again, it, like you said, it's a sports game, so it depends on how much you enjoy the gameplay. Right. Now, they've got some great online components with it. It looks really cool. This whole, like, club you great, idea. You can create your own clubs, which I want to do. Right, comedy club, club, comedy club, comic, comedy club. <laughs> the KCC. The actual comedy club will be in Mario Strikers. Will be terrible, but it's okay. Yeah, I like the whole hyper strike idea where you'll get two goals if you hit it. It's like, really neat. Yeah, like it looks so good. <laughs> I'm just happy it's back. Seriously, once again, anime as hell. Like all the way through. Well, like that brushstroke thing was like on the cover of the original game yeah. too. So it's pretty cool that they're like keeping that thematic style. I also, I do love that you can give, like, Mario a helmet. Right. <laughs> and make him look like a Stone Cold, stone cold Killer. That's great. There's, there's a lot of options for this game. It's going to be really good. Yeah. I'm excited. So, next, we're getting to, like, a yearly Mario sports tradition at this point. We are. And I actually do like the Mario sports Because, like, games. what, last year was Mario Golf. The year before that was Mario You know bases, what that right? means. You know what that means. We're getting Mario basketballs coming back. Oh, God. I, I mean, played possibly. the most... Mario-based basketball out of any human being on Nintendo DS. Have we got Mario baseball back yet? Has that been in the lineup? Mario Sluggers? 
No, we haven't. We get that too. I think that's probably next year. I would love that because that's another like. I guess all the Mario sports games are actually really good. They are really good. <laughs> They're so much fun. Like, but yeah, I'm I'm betting Sluggers next year. Sluggers would be good. I I, I would be down for a new Sluggers. Game. Yeah, yeah. All right, keeping this Nintendo game JRPG love set fast going. We're kind of going back and forth here with yeah, we're covering are. this. Uh, Chrono Cross Remaster. Yeah. Uh, funny thing about Chrono Cross Remaster. Uh, this pretty much validates that giant NVIDIA leak list. Right, that happened, what, a few weeks ago? Yeah. Almost a month now? Yeah. Um, that list is real, and we're getting, we're gonna get getting some crazy shit. <laughs> well, if not all of it. We, we'll know when we see it. No, but dude. But Cross was definitely on that list. No, it's... But there was another Switch for that, too, wasn't there? No, there's literally, like, four <laughs> games that are coming out that were on that list. What are they? It was, um, God of War. Okay, Ragnarok? That, yeah, coming oh, to PC. No, to PC. Okay. it was all the PC ports. Ah, okay, okay. So, God of War. Uh, what was the other one? Was it Horizon? I think it might have been Horizon. Okay. Um, there's a bunch. I know, like, I'm, I, I can't. I'm on the spot right now, but like, uh, but yeah, Chrono Cross. This was the the one that leaked Chrono Cross. Huh. So. It's cr- like. There are games that are like this is this list is essentially validated. Okay, one of these games is Kingdom Hearts Four, and I'm just sorry that's not happening, dude. I hate to say it, Frank, it's happening. No way. Dude, why? Why do you think it's not happening? Because the last Kingdom Hearts took them 15 years to make. That's why. Frank, okay, that's are, why. You are living in a fantasy world. They're gonna make another one. All right, we will go through this at some point because this is actually quite a long as hell list. That strategy game is coming out. It, I can't remember the name of it, but it is coming out. The card game, that what, was that was the Yokotaro card what game. What strategy game you think talking about? There was a t- strategy game that's coming out, but the advanced card game that was the Yokotaro game. The what game? The card game. That you scroll up, keep scrolling. Unannounced card game, Yokotaro's card game. Yokotaro's card game. Which one's that? One? It's like card game strategy. It's got some bullshit Japanese name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, all these remasters, that's not happening. They're not going to remaster tactics. Frank, They're not you are living in a tactics. fantasy world. There are so many games on this letter that are coming out. Kingdom Hearts 4 is not coming out for the next five years. I will state that right now. There's no way in Frank, hell. I, I, I hate to say it, man. Bump it. Fantasy 16 is not even done yet. We're not seeing Kingdom Hearts 4 for a while. It's not the same team. Yoshi P is working on... Nomura uh, is everywhere, okay? Shin Megami Tensei 5. That's coming to PC eventually, I bet. I yeah. think that's what that is. Did we just have that? I think the Total War games coming out. Judgment. It was Legend 2, like... Mirror's Edge. RTX remastered? Untitled Respawn game. Was that one of the Star Wars games, I bet possibly? it is. Which we're also not seeing for, like, three years. So this is, like, the the, more, the Warner Brothers stuff, like, Injustice 3 and Mortal Kombat 12. I fully believe these are happening. Right. RE4 remake. Which we'll cover later. I mean, maybe some of these, but definitely not all Frank, of them. You are high if you don't see that this is happening. It's not none of all of these are happening. Not a way. The Metal Gosh, Gear Solid HD remasters have been talked about for like months now. Yeah, they've been talked about for months. I hasn't seen anything yet. You, you, I expect results and real evidence, not just a leak dude, list. Dude, everybody is agreeing that this list is probably real. Not everyone, because I'm stating that it's not. Well, yeah, because totally you are living in a fantasy world right now. <laughs> Listen, I like to stay realistic. You're not staying realistic because there's stuff on here that's coming out. There's no way they're doing a remake for both Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX anytime soon. Frank, they already talked about the Final Fantasy IX remake. Yeah, they talked about it. They talked about it. 
You and I can talk about it. Dude. <laughs> the Final Fantasy VII remake is yeah. talking about the PC port. Okay. That was announced. That was last year that dropped. Or Dude. All, like, the, the list, like, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy Remake. All this stuff has been announced. I, uh, I'll believe it when I see it, Hunter. Okay. So see that Final Fantasy Tactics remaster? Like, they're I'll believe rem- it when I see they're it. They're going to remaster Final Fantasy Tactics. They remastered all the other games. Listen. I'm waiting. When all that Sony news. shit is happening. There's no, there's no way Sony is not going to dive more into PC. They're, they're, yeah, because the developers want them to. We've talked about that. It's going to happen. All right. Well, we'll move on, and when more of this stuff, he's wrong up, we about. Will, we're going to pin this in where, our Discord and have a discussion about where it. Where were we when we were talking? about I don't this. know. You rudely interrupted. I'm, I'm sorry. Rights. I'm sorry. I, I just got Chrono Cross Remaster. That's what yeah, we're writing. I'm excited for this. Um, <laughs> I like Chrono Cross. I ne- I haven't beaten Chrono Trigger, but I played a lot of Chrono Cross. Uh, I've never played Chrono Cross. Have you ever played Chrono Trigger? I have never beaten it. I played the first oh. couple levels, and then. See, my PS3 is essentially uh, Mega Man Legends and Chrono Trigger just <laughs> machine. The beautiful thing about Chrono Trigger is that like once you beat it, you can new game plus it and like just wreck it in a day. It's so good. It's, it's a such good a good game. I want to finish it. It's just it's such a long game and like the JRPG, really old school JRPG. So it's like oh, it's such a time commitment. But man, that's a good good ass video game. I mean, yeah, you can just go play Destiny Two Dungeons again. Actually, I haven't played <laughs> Destiny 2 in a while. Uh, okay. I'm waiting for Witch Queen, and also Elden Ring comes out in like two weeks. Yeah, we're all screwed. So. We're all dead. But yeah, uh, Chrono Cross looks great, and also uh, this Radiant Dreamers prequel that's being brought over with it. That's like a text adventure? It's a text adventure that was a prequel to the game that was Japan only. Okay. And now it's being released in English for the very first time and brought to the West. And I'm like, well, isn't that interesting? All right, all right. So, yeah, we'll see what that entails, the actual message and the story. Uh, don't know a thing about it, because, once again, I know nothing about Chrono Cross, except there's a whole lot of characters. Feels a lot more uh, Swickedin and less Chrono, to be honest. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really going to play it. I can't without wait. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, would you like to just take this one? All right. So, Kirby in the Forgotten Land looks great. We all know that. Uh what we want to talk about is mouthful mode. It's horrifying! Why? Did, did, did no one at Nintendo even... Let's start the name, mouthful mode. Uh, does, does no one at Nintendo, like, use the internet? Has no one ever been on horny Twitter? Like, oh my god. There, I have a bunch of Rule 34 sites to show you, Nintendo, if you oh think that god. was a good idea. Uh, DeviantArt must have gone crazy. People are like, my fantasies are coming true! God, he's got vor powers. Oh God, <laughs> the stories that are gonna come from but this. Yeah, that's basically the the hat ability from our Odyssey. Was more like gives me credence to thinking like, oh yeah, they just brought over more of the team from Super Mario Odyssey to work on this. But it's yeah. actually, so I looked it up because I'm like, how close is this? So Super Mario Odyssey was actually made with the Nintendo Entertainment and uh, planning. 2017 came out, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was made by that group. The Kirby and the Forgotten Land games being made by HAL Laboratory. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So, so there's two very different studios. Obviously, one's a Nintendo first party, and the other one's a second party. They just, really, they just really love Mario Odyssey. That's probably what happened. I think they just took Super Mario Odyssey look and gameplay and <laughs> blueprint, and they're like, well, we're going to put Kirby into this. Yeah. And I'm sure somewhere down the line, I'm like, oh, yeah, so these Super Mario Odyssey developers came over to HAL Laboratory because they're having trouble with Kirby. And I'm like, 
fucking Christ, we can see it. <laughs> but there's like a village building to it as you're going through the game. That's my favorite tweet I saw about this game was like, you can't find a carton of cigarettes under $15 in Puddle Dee Land. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but uh, that was really funny. Uh, it was cool. I like the, the kind of the cool like crafting thing with the abilities where you can like upgrade your your um, like forms. Your mouth mode, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, it looks cool. I'm excited for this game. It comes out next month. Yeah, right? Is that crazy? On top of Ghostwire Tokyo and... Tiny Wonderland, baby. Yeah. On top of everything else in March. Uh, I was hoping one more game would just <laughs> pile on top of that. We're just, just for fun. We got Elden Ring three days before that. Holy shit, that is three days before. Three days before that. Uh, a week before that is Final Fantasy Origins. Wait, no. Elden Ring's like... A full three weeks before Kirby. I thought it was March 22nd. Elden Ring comes out this month. What are you talking about? Was that this month? February 22nd. What are you talking about? My bad. My bad. (laughs) It's literally like two weeks from now. My bad. (laughs) Uh, 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 I was worried for a second. I was like, Frank, are you having a stroke? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. So that means that Final Stranger Origins is February 18th. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. So I'll take Origins, you take Elden Ring. <laughs> God. Yeah. You know, luckily we're not actually in the industry. Uh, I wish I just got codes. That'd be nice, but well, that'll, that'll never happen. One day. One day. We'll Maybe. hustle. We're going to hit that hustle, baby. Yeah. Hustle, baby. Yeah. Uh, so it's just crazy. There's just too much coming out. Too much coming out. God damn. But anyways, Kirby looks great. Uh, okay, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax coming out. Yeah. Oh, wait, Stranger Paradise is March 18th. Is Elden Ring this month? Yes, it, it is, is, dude. February 25th. All right. There's so much coming out at the same time, I just we're getting confused. <laughs> so it's Elden Ring February 25th. Final Fantasy Origins Stranger Paradise March 18th. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. March 22nd. Where'd you get March 22nd? I don't know. I, I'm just throwing words together. I can't wait to see Pot Friend. I can't wait. It's, it's so much coming out at once. That's why I'm getting confused here. There's a character in a in a video game that's coming out named Pot Friend. That's great. That's great. It's awesome. Uh, on to you. Advance Wars One and Two remake. Yes, this About looks so. Time, this looks so fucking good. What, what a good game to be on the Switch. They got voice acting. The the art style is great. I'm just excited to play Advance Wars again. I never played these games. They never really interested me all Dude, that much. They're so good. But, like, more tactics, RPG love, just continue the RPG-ness of this entire direct. So, it's such a good fucking game, dude. It's so good. I'm going to have to look into it then. So good. Uh, well, we'll just keep this, the tactics going here. Uh, Front Mission, baby! Let's go! So Front Mission 1 and 2 being remastered. We have manifested this game into existence. Uh, we were literally just talking about Front Mission, I believe, last week. Sounds about right. Maybe my memory's real bad. Um, I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> we did this. You're all welcome. Uh, I, they're doing one and two. Which is so exciting. Front Mission 2 is so good. Front Mission 1 so good. Front Mission 3 is amazing. I've heard nothing but good things about these games my entire life. I only ever played four because... I just never try to get my hands on one, two, or three because they're ugly PlayStation games at that And now, point. they're not ugly PlayStation games. No, they're, they're going to be beautiful Switch games. And Yeah. I'm so excited. We're all going to play them. 
which gives credence to that Square Enix presentation late last year at some university where they so, so they showed off like Vanzer like concept. Yeah, art. everyone's like, "Oh, is there a front mission game coming?" Square Enix is like, "We don't know, mm, maybe." There is. It turns out they're horrible, filthy liars. Yeah, um, thank thank God. And we all thank knew you. that. We all knew that. <laughs> but we just weren't sure what kind of front mission we were gonna get, honestly, because they kind of murdered that franchise. They did in the early 2010s. So it's nice to see that they're going back to the roots. Give me the Front Mission 3 remaster, and then, like, my life is complete. I mean, if they want to remaster Front Mission 4, I'm not going to say no, because that's one of my favorite tactics RPGs of all time. Love that game. Play through it twice. More Front Mission. Yes, Cannot wait. always Front Mission. So much goodness. Uh, moving on. The Force Unleashed was actually a little bit of a surprise that that's being re-released for the Switch. Hi. And I got to be real with you, it looks real bad. It doesn't look good. No, it, like... And guess who's making it? Aspire. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, no. Uh, I was like, oh, that's not... <laughs> oh, God. Nintendo didn't have to put the, the studio name up. I think it's really cool what they're doing with the motion controls with the Joy-Cons. That's really neat. Um, kind of replaces the joysticks that you had on the well, PlayStation. I, I will say this about the way it looks. That first game does not did not age well. Uh, I disagree. Graphically. I disagree completely. It looks like kind of like shit. Granted, I haven't played it in a long time. But in my like, mind... In my Star Wars mind, it was glorious. If, if I booted up a PS2 copy right now, it'd look like shit. Maybe I'll go home and boot it up and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it'll look like shit because you don't, you don't, you don't. First of all, you don't have the composite cable to plug in your TV. I bet. No, it's RCA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, like, I really want to be excited about the Force Unleashed. Those are like two of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. I loved it. it had such great gameplay. See, the story was really good. Star was great. I don't want to hear it. So good. It's the, so the novels were so good. Of course, it was edgy. It was a PS2 era game. So edge lordy, dude. Also, it makes no sense. Like, why would Darth Vader have a secret apprentice that's never mentioned in any movie ever? Because that's how the Sith operate. That's not how they operate. It's how the Sith operates. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, they they eventually kill each other. <laughs> it's, that's, it's how the Sith operate. Also, the second game ends with you killing Darth Vader, uh, Darth Vader, doesn't it? No, the first game does, depending on what ending you do. No, what. That makes no sense. Don't worry about it. It was Star Wars lore at the time. It didn't have to make any sense. Uh, what I do like about the, the Force Unleashed games is the Force powers. They feel really good. They are great. And you it was like, really disappointing that that wasn't translated to, like, Jedi Fallen Order. You can throw Stormtroopers into fucking TIE Fighters. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. that was great. God, it was so good. So, like, I really want to be excited about this, but I need to see more, because right now, graphically, it looks really bad. It looks like shit. It doesn't, yeah, I'm like, is this Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? That's kind of how it looked. That game has aged like milk. Yeah. yeah. I love that game. That game has aged like milk. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what it kind of looked like. But they're putting in a multiplayer dual mode, which is a great idea in concept. Oh. You know what? I will give Aspire this. They're adding stuff to these games, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. We like it. I bet, I bet, honestly, I don't think this is a good litmus test on how they're going to do with KOTOR. No, it's like, a totally different kind of game. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, God. Hey. Platforming baby, coming back. Klonoa, Klonoa. he's back, baby. They're two, they're both games. Crazy. Klonoa's great. Uh, more people should play Klonoa now. They can. What a reach for a, like an ear, a weird platform era mascot game to bring back. I, I think it does have a little bit of a cult following, though. I think all of those had a cult following. Yeah, I mean, it has. It obviously has enough to warrant making another. And I honestly, I would believe that. 
Klonoa was bigger in Japan than it was here. Oh, um, absolutely. Of course it was. Um, but I love Klonoa. Those games are great. Um, Namco. Yep, Bandai Namco. They, they're doing the 25th anniversary Klonoa celebration or some shit. Um, it's a good game. I'm excited uh, to play Kanoa again and to experience the joy of playing a Kanoa game after, like, how many years? Probably 17, more than that. There was a Klonoa for the Wii. Oh, yeah, there was, and I never played it. But, yeah, the first game was released in 1997. Yeah. This game has much more of a history than I thought it did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> God. I remember uh, playing this game, like, renting it, the first one, and not knowing how old it was. And it was the coolest game ever. Huh. Interesting. Well, I'm looking forward because I was like a good platformer. I'm like, oh, that's the speedrunning list. <laughs> also, I love that character design. Clue looks so good. He does look really good. Um, Wasn't that like a, a rumored Smash character for a while too? People really wanted to know I think they did. Um, I don't know. I, I would love that personally, me, but it was never going to happen. No, no. It probably they, they, Like, honestly, they could have done it. Klonoa is Bandai Namco. It would be super easy to put them in. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, we'll see when it comes out. But I did not realize it was such a cult following in Japan. Uh, it did garner a single Game of the Year award in 2004. It was released in America for the PlayStation 2. So that's it's actually awesome. really impressive. Yeah. It's cool. Good platform game. All right. Looking forward to that. Live Alive. So this is a JRPG I know absolutely nothing about. Alive uh, Alive uh, is a JRPG that kind of switches between, like, a tactics game and like exploration um it's kind of like it's got like cool time travel elements um it's just an interesting game that we never got came out from the famicon um and now it's coming back with these crazy good looking sprites it looks really good and it's so cool i'm just glad this is happening i'm willing to pay whatever price they throw at me honestly because like this game deserves American release, and now they're doing it. Sure, but let's talk about this price point, because it's a bit contentious. I think Square Enix is a little bit too big for their britches. Yeah, a little bit. So, I brought this up to Hunter yesterday, I'm like, hey, if these are the prices for these games, this doesn't make any sense to me. So yeah, we've got this coming out, right? Well, let me I, go. I'm, I, I'm going to let you speak, and I'm going I'm yeah, to yeah. do some light Let me defending. have some time I'm going to do some light defending, but it's not... I don't. Trust me when I say this, I'm not defending Square Enix for this price. I just want to point out why I think this is what so, it is. So, Chrono Cross Remaster, right? Yeah. Coming out. PlayStation 1 era game, right? Price point's $19.99. That's with an added I think, thing to it. I think that one's reasonable. That's more than reasonable. That's what you usually see the Final Fantasy co coming out for on the Switch. It's yeah. usually on the $20 price yeah. point. Even the remastered. Or, yeah, remastered. Live Alive. Forty nine ninety nine. For a Nintendo era game. So, okay. Again, upgraded Here's, sprites, voice acting, great. Did they have to unearth this from the uh, Atari landfill? Did someone have to go find that no. code on someone's home I machine like you, that I, was dumped in 1994? Like, what is this? I can tell you probably what exactly it is. They probably rebuilt this game from the ground up. <laughs> yeah. And they added voice acting. <laughs> um, and it's all new assets, essentially, I think. I mean, I, I have not... Again... I'm putting on my corporate defender hat here. I'm not fully. Boo. I'm not fully committed to this stance. Boo. So if I'm proven wrong, I will change it accordingly. But they did kind of put in a lot of work into this, and I'm sure those licensing fee, like getting this license or whatever here, 
cost them a lot. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know the exact story behind the price, but you know what? It was Super Famicom. Super Famicom. I'm wrong. Um, I am looking forward to playing this, though, because there was no way to play it previously except, like, a fan translation. I don't typically go for that kind of thing. The only one, the only fan translation I've ever played is Mother 3. Ah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. so I'm just, I'm a little upset because like, I was interested in this, but I'm not going to be interested in this at its price point for it just being a Super Nintendo remaster. That's fine. I, hey, man. I'm, it's a good game, though. I'm telling you. I'm sure it is. <clears throat> but is it worth 50 bucks right off the bat? I'm... I, th- I think, personally, for me, it is worth I would have, I've done, like, 30. 30 would have been perfect for it. Sure. 50? That seems a bit much. See. But I need to, like, see, like, okay, what development went into this? Let me see that story. Come on, Jason Trier. Get in on that. Yeah. I, you know? I, I just... This thing is cool. I'm willing to pay whatever price I can to play it, because I am interested in obscure JRPGs. <laughs> Same. I love it. Yeah. All right. Portal Collection coming to the Switch, baby. Eh. I've played Portal I, so many times. I know. That's very... This is, was kind of a weird selection for the Switch. Also, like, Portal has been given to me for free so many times on so many different consoles. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'm like, okay. I think this was probably one's like, how well is Portal going to sell on the Switch? Because, like, the Switch now is actually a first-person shooter powerhouse, right? Who is it for, too? Because, like, I feel like people who are super in the Portal are, don't have a Switch. No. You're playing that game on PC. The superior way to play the game. You can you can spend the five the eight hundred dollars you've spent on your Steam Deck to play it that way, right? Which will also be the superior way to play it. <laughs> Steam Deck. Okay, I'm just gonna go on a quick rant here. Tangent. Uh, Bella's Bell, agreeing with me. My hot takes about the Steam Deck. Uh, no, the Steam Deck is not going to be a legit contender for the Nintendo Switch. You know why? Too expensive. It's way too fucking expensive. Plus, they're gonna be able to sell maybe a million of them before they run out of inventory. And then they're gonna kill it when it doesn't do so well because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's a pocket PC. It's cool. I love it. I'd love for it to stick around. <laughs> I uh, think it will. I think it will stick around in some form. Sure, but I, until this thing is like two hundred dollars, it's not gonna compete. With no, well, it'll never be two hundred dollars. The hardware that's in yeah. it's too. People are insane to me when they're like, oh, it's going to kill the Switch. Like, nah, dog. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, the Switch that has sold up to this day about 104 million units worldwide. An insane amount of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it outsold the Wii, which for a long time seemed impossible. It's true. It's true. So <laughs> is is the Switch now gunning for the PlayStation 2 numbers? Probably. Or the DS numbers? I, I, I'd, okay. say, I'd say they're, they'd be satisfied with PlayStation 2 if they could get there. Any well, company would. Well, yeah, if you hit the PlayStation 2 numbers, you've just broken the record. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, at this point. And I saw a little quote earlier today from some, from some Nintendo rep talking about the Switch that it's about halfway through its life cycle right now. Yeah, and I'm happy with that because I love my Switch. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Switch Pro's not coming, folks, sorry. I think I think there will be like a 4K thing, but I don't think it'll be the new Switch. No. It, it'll just be like, hey, there's a new way to play Switch games. That we just released last and year. And I'd honestly, I'd buy a 4K Switch. It's pretty sweet. Like, yeah. I with, an, with an OLED screen. Yeah, with an OLED screen and an Ethernet port. Hey, at least they have Bluetooth headset support now. God. <laughs> I love you, Nintendo, but I fucking hate uh, you. <laughs> but love to see Portal coming to the masses even more so now, but at this point, it's sure. a, Hunter's question is totally valuable. 
Who's it for? Who's this? Who's it really for at this point? It's for for no one. Right? Is it for the person, the portal lover who just wants to play it on as many consoles as possible? Maybe. No. I'm sure there are going to be, like, some kids who get this for Christmas to fall in love with it, and that's good, you know? But, like, it's just, I don't know. I'm kind of over Portal. Two quick hitters. SD, Bundle, SD Battle Gundam Alliance. This I, looks cool. It looks really cool. I love seeing more Gundam games, because, like, for a while, all you saw was Gundam fighting games, and it's like, that's boring. Who cares about that? Give me a story mode. Give me an adventure mode. I love the PlayStation I like, 2 era I've games. I played a lot of the uh, Gundam build games that came up for PS4. Yeah. Those games are Gundam Breaker. That's what they're called. Yes, Gundam Breaker. I played a lot of that. Those were fun. Those are uh, fighting games, right? No, they're like kind of like I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a weird custom robo thing. Yeah. But like they're like arena shooters. I'd call them. They're okay. not really. I don't know. I don't know what I'd call them, but they're really fun. Yeah. They just never really stuck around. Like no, the PlayStation Two era Gundam, era Gundam games are the best games they yes. ever brought over to the S. As yep. far as I'm concerned, because. They're fun. They're uh, oh, there's that Gundam esports game. I always wanted to try, but I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that one that they're doing with. So it's nice to see this coming to the Switch. I'm um, looking forward to maybe giving it a go. Depending, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. This is like an action RPG, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's cool. I'll Give play it. That. I love just slicing things up with the Gundam. I'll so play it fun. if I ever get in like a deep sale. There you go. Uh, Fucking Disney Speedstorm. What is this, Hunter? What, what am I looking at here? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, Disney's Kart Racer to compete with Mario Kart See, 8? Like, <laughs> I think that part's cool. I think they should have done that a long time ago. Um, I'm sure they've done Mario the Kart Racers at some point. The part that worries me is like, oh, this is a free-to-play game. Which is oh, weird. Oh, no. Like, that makes me nervous. It's like, okay, where are those microtransactions, yo? It's, I, I bet it's like tracks. Ugh. Tracks and racers? Yeah. Oh, it's our new movie. Come by the cart and racer to go with it. See, I don't really have a problem with that, but, like, it's Disney, so kids are going to play it. Right. So that makes me a little skeevy. It's, a, it's aimed at them. So we'll have to see what the microtransaction portion of this is, what, how they're planning on making money with it, going moving forward. Because it is weird that it's free. I mean, it could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Collection. How many Kingdom Hearts collections do we need? First off, all of them. So no, shut we, the fuck we, up there. We need a Kingdom Hearts collection like we need... I don't know, but we don't need it. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong. You're totally wrong. They've released this exact same collection elsewhere. Yeah. PlayStation. In PlayStation. And the PC. This is such a dumb idea. I'm sorry. I hate this. This is so dumb. This would be a really great idea if it wasn't the cloud version of this. All three games in this collection are cloud-based. What's cloud the point based. of selling a bundle if they're cloud-based? I don't know. That's the question. And at the high price point that they're selling them at, it's like 70 bucks a pop. Like, I, what, like it doesn't matter. Like, at that point, it, like, it's so dumb. Like, they're, they're, Square Enix has made some very dumb choices this in the past couple months. This is probably the dumbest one. And, like, I can understand it from a size standpoint because these games are big. They're mm. huge. Like, they'll fit on the cartridges, but then, like... There goes the rest of your Nintendo Switch space. So I get from that standpoint. We've talked about that in the past, about how and why it's probably a cloud version. But at the same time, like, we're seeing these PS2-era games get squished down and put on the Switch. We're seeing, you know, other big games get put on the Switch with the same graphical fidelity and the same age. Hell, Clonoa 1 and 2, PS2-era yeah. games. Front Mission, <laughs> do remastered. Like, wh why, is why is Kingdom Hearts the poster child for cloud? And... It's it's bad because people have tried it and it's like it's laggy. 
you can't depend on the network in at least the United no, States to provide you the infrastructure needed to keep a consistent connection. So I was like, what do you? What is this for? Who? I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. I, we're jumping the gun on cloud streaming a little too soon, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that for sure. A little bit more. It's a little too soon. We've hit that a couple times, actually. Yeah. We have. <laughs> so I would not be surprised if cloud version sells terribly at all, and if they were like, "Oh, maybe we should actually re-release this in physical nah. form, in some download or downloadable form, actual yeah, downloadable they form." They'll be like, they'll double down, Ugh. and then we'll buy Cla- uh, Sora NFTs. So Nintendo Switch Sports. <laughs> they made a sequel to Wii Sports. Which is awesome. Yeah. Maybe like two years too late. No, you know you know what? Here's where... I, no. Because <laughs> there is never a bad time for, for a Wii Sports sequel. I mean, I can see that. It's Wii Sports. Everybody loves... There is no one on Earth who was like, I didn't like Wii Sports. There's no one. I guarantee it. And anyone who says they don't like Wii Sports, they're lying. And email us at askcomingclub at gmail.com if you are one of those yeah, people so we'd can, like to hear from you. So I can expose you for being a liar. <laughs> You're a phony. A big fat phony. Wii Sports is beloved. It is beloved, absolutely. And uh, this collection looks great. Speaking of Wii oh, I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta talk about this. I watched, so there's this great YouTube, I've talked to you about this, this great YouTube channel called uh-huh. Summoning Salt. Yep. It's about speedruns. I watched a video the other day about Wii Sports speedruns. What the fuck? It's the coolest shit. You can speedrun Wii Sports? There's a specific version of Wii Sports that was, like, the pre-1.0 version of Wii Sports that was bundled with the original launch Wii. Right. That doesn't have the baseball cutscene when you start. Ah. So it changes your your speedrun <laughs> completely. And it's crazy. And it's the most coolest thing ever. And that's why I love Wii Sports, because it's fucking awesome. It is awesome. It looks great. And hey, you, you've got Miis. You, Miis are back. Well, kind of. I mean, they've always been part of the Switch. You can go make a Mii on the Switch. Yeah, but right the, now they, don't, they don't look like the Miis from Wii Sports, which I, I'm fine with. Which they, they shouldn't. Like, hey, hey, we're, we're in another generation. Make them look different. They do look closer to Sports Resort. Yeah. I like how they have they brought the Chambara mini game back or the uh, sword fighting, right? Um, that was cool. People love when there's no boxing this time around. Yeah, but they could add boxing eventually. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the beauty of today's world. Like, oh, DLC. Here's a new Wii Sport. Yeah, like they they're adding golf. Right. Why not add more? Why not add more? God, Wii Golf was really good. It is really good. I love that game. Fight the boys over. Hit up some brewskis. Do a little eighteen. <laughs> I played so much Wii 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 baseball for oh, some reason. We all did. We all played a ton of Wii sports on the Wii because it was one of the best games that came with the Wii. It was awesome. All right, so much fun. So good. I still have my disc. I think I do too. Somewhere. You yeah. have the 1.0 version. You can do a speed run. All sports. No, that's not a game. I'm gonna you gotta on. watch that video. It's I crazy. will probably watch that. Yeah, because I've got a launch Wii actually with the Wii sports. Yeah, you probably have the version that doesn't have the baseball cutscene. Maybe, yeah, possibly. I'm sure it was updated at some point, but I'm sure I could they, find a way to do I it. I think he said that there was there wasn't an update or something like that. Oh well, yeah, maybe. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so now we get to the troll part of the uh, okay. Nintendo Direct. As an Earthbound fan, we will start there. I'm gonna start. We're right gonna there. start with the All right. I'm gonna start right here because I got, I got it, I got to talk about this because people, the response to this has been hilarious. Um, I think people are being a little insane about Earthbound coming into Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, 
some Earthbound is better than no Earthbound. Okay. Truth. Like, we could we can't play we couldn't play these games on the Switch before now. If you wanted to play Earthbound Beginnings, you'd have to buy a fucking Wii U. Um. But yeah, just relax. I'm sure they will bring back Earthbound eventually. I don't think they're going to localize Mother 3, and that's okay. we got to get over it as a society. <laughs> and watching Frank try and figure out how to pronounce Shigesato Itoi. I spelled it wrong originally, so I felt really bad about it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Shigesato Itoi was the ultimate troll yesterday on Twitter, and it was glorious to watch. He wasn't being a troll, he was just generally excited about Earthbound coming as well. He was trolling the hell out of everybody. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, he was. He is just general. He is he's a sweet old man we should all leave alone. Okay? <laughs> he's, that's the ultimate troll right there. He's not. Plus, like, oh, does everybody just love the snow and the weather today? I do love the snow and the weather today, Mr. Etoy. I would love to play some Earthbound. And guess what? I can play some Earthbound. And they're like, oh, he posted a picture of three Earths. Is Mother 3 coming? And I'm like, oh, it's not coming. This is so good. I think it'll come eventually. I think there's been enough noise. It's not coming. I think there's been enough. It's no- been two decades. It's not coming. Frank. <laughs> Three decades. We literally said the same thing about Final Fantasy VII Remake and a bunch of other shit. Duke Nukem Forever eventually came out. <laughs> it did It come was out. awful, but it came out. Listen, Mother 3 is older than that. It still hasn't come out. I think you're crazy. Like, Frank, <laughs> there are so many other, like... Listen, Mother 3 wasn't on your NVIDIA leak, so it's not coming out. <laughs> it's true. It's not, it wasn't on my... Well, that was only PC ports. <laughs> All right. All right. I think, okay, on a serious note, I think it could happen eventually. I'm not going to say it's going to happen this couple next couple of years. It's not. If you want to go play, just play the Go fan translation version online. They put a lot of work into that. It's great. It's actually a really good translation. It's well done. Um, and it's worth playing. Right. Nintendo's just losing money, but they might just not have enough of a subsect of interest in the game. Re- no, in reality, I don't think sell it's... enough units to actually... I don't think it's that. I think they're just struggling to find a way to make... Because, like, their big thing is, like, oh, we want to innovate. And I'm like, they haven't done Earthbound in a while. Like, just like they haven't done F-Zero in a while. And, they're like, the big thing is, like, how do you innovate that? Right. Well, you don't have to innovate if you're just doing a port. Exactly. Which is why Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings is on the NSO now. And those are great games that you you have access to now if you have NSO. Yep. And I'm just, like, again, I get it. People are upset you're fawning over something that might not happen, but you know what? You can play these games. It's not... Like, they're... And, like, the thing about the fan translation, it's not graphically intensive. It can work on your, like, seven-year-old laptop. Right. Or probably on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I have it on my, my Game Boy SP. Oh, nice. I bought the cart, because I was like, I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone was selling fan translation carts? Dude, the... There's been fans translation cards. I should not be surprised by this. <laughs> it's of course. cool. Of it's, course. It's awesome. I have one. It's awesome. So, uh, Earthbound, super troll job. Appreciate it. It's not a troll job. He's just generally excited about Earthbound. It was such a troll job. I don't care what you say. Let's start with the real troll job. Mario Kart. Hey, guys. It's Mario Kart 9 DLC. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you catch that shit where it was like 2024 or some shit? <laughs> what? It was like, I think it was like supported to like 2024 or something. Mario Kart 8? Yeah. So the DLC is running until 2023. Yeah. Like the end, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the thing? Like it's the beginning. (laughs) Okay, so what we're talking about here is that everyone's like, okay, Mario Kart 9 must be in the works. It's coming, right? 
No, Nintendo said, fuck that. Fuck all y'all. We're going to instead innovate on a seven-year-old game and give you DLC for Mario Kart 8 in the form of new courses pulling from the game's Wii. history, the franchise. The Wii version, too. Like a lot. Coconut Mall. Coconut Mall's coming. It's pulling from the entire franchise's history. Of, yeah. You know, they're pulling these courses from everywhere. So, I thought this was really funny, actually, because we, we had talked about this. Like, okay, what's the next Smash-esque reveal thing that Nintendo's going to do? This is it. This is what they're doing. So, so now people across online is like, oh, this actually really works. All right. So now we're putting all the Mario Kart people against you. They're like, oh, man, what courses do we want? Which ones are going to get in? Which ones aren't going to be in? This is the thing now that people are going to argue about for the next year and a half. No, it's not. <laughs> Bro, people are not gonna, People are not going to argue about Mario Kart tracks the way you think they are. They're already arguing about the graphical fidelity of the tracks. Yeah, those people are insanely stupid. <laughs> So, are you seriously going to sit saw there? Some, I saw someone say it doesn't look realistic enough. I was like, bro, there's a monkey driving a cart. It's not <laughs> It's not realistic. That's what I'm saying. This is the internet we're talking about. Of course they're going to argue about what courses that Nintendo's going to bring I to think, Mario Kart I 8. think you're crazy. I don't think this is going to be as much of a of a like debate as Just Smash. Just you wait. Just, it's right, not. Because it's not one reveal at a time. You're right there. No, right? it's not. Because it's not Smash Brothers 2. Number 2. Man, people are... Nintendo... People like Mario Kart. Fans are nuts. People like Mario Kart. People don't like Mario Kart to the level they love Super Smash Brothers. I'm I'm inclined to agree. I'm saying that like, this is the next. Thing. Also, here's the other thing: they're not crossovers either. Like that was a lot of the appeal of the, the discussion. Like, oh, could Sephiroth show up? And he did. Right. Or like Banjo Kazooie, and he did. Right. That Master was the, Chief. That, no. No. no I wish. I kind of wish. Wait, wasn't he a skin? Yes. He was a, a me skin. Yeah, he yeah. was. That's amazing. I can't Robert believe it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, as I was saying, it's not going to be the same, Frank. I, it's not. But it's going to be up there. There's going to no. be discourse about it. They're gonna be like, oh man, I can't believe it. These on, are the courses they just on the Mario chose. Kart Reddit, maybe. <laughs> I'm saying this is the internet. Internet is for the arguing. This is what this is what's going to happen because gamers Frank. are crazy. No, I am right about this. No, you're not. It's not gonna be up to the levels. Nobody of Smash. has ever, ever argued about levels. They haven't had to because it wasn't an option to. Now there will be an option to. Okay, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will spearhead this argument online if I need to. Yeah, you'll have like three replies. <laughs> Just you wait, Hunter. Just it's, you wait. It's not happening, man. <laughs> but there's, it is cool. Six waves of eight courses, right? That part's pretty neat. Yeah. Were you saying there's not a chance they could just start? Yeah, that's that's the funny part. Originally, so Mario Kart 8 was originally released in 2014 for the Wii U. Yeah. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was released for the Switch 2017. Wasn't a launch title almost? Pretty sure it was a launch title, actually. Yes? Yeah. Was it? I mean, it was bundled with the system for a long... It still is in certain bundles. Yeah, true. But I'm just saying, like... Game's been around a long time, and Nintendo's like, eh, we don't need a new one. This is fine. We'll just add well, to this one. The idea is it's going to be on the new Nintendo Switch, the Mario Kart 9. Like, I don't think it is, man. I think they're just going to make it Mario Kart 9. <laughs> so if they just call it the new Nintendo Switch, like it was the new 3DS? Yeah, that'll be the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing this company, yes, absolutely. They called the, they called their new console Wii U. Remember that? Yeah, that was so dumb. <laughs> so Wii dumb. U. Nobody knew if it was a new Wii or not. But the, the moral of the story is Nintendo with the double troll job on this direct. I, 
you are insane thinking so that good. people are going to have intense Smash Brothers style arguments over whether or not they're going to have Lon Lon Ranch in, in I would die Ranch. for those fucking Moo Moo's. <laughs> Moo Moo Metal, baby! Moo Metal Clan for life! Let's go! It's not happening, man. <laughs> Just you wait. Just you wait. Now, they will argue about, like, pixel counting shit, like, because they're idiots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was, yeah. Mario Kart. I, whatever. It's gonna be good. Yeah. So before we get to the last reveal of the direct, uh, how do you feel about the Metroid Dread release that they're doing? The little oh, bit of DLC yeah. they're doing. Yeah, they're gonna make Metroid Dread harder. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> harder and easier. It's not. Uh, it, they're putting in a rookie mode on top of the Dread mode. I that I appreciate because people. I don't want to. If I play it again, I don't want to do it on hard mode. Again. Right. It's just not gonna happen. I actually saw some, another Discord of mine saying, "Ah, I see Metroid Dread mode's coming. Rip my controllers, I guess." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I cannot wait for the uh, SGDQ 2022. Oh, it's gonna speed be speed run of Dread mode of Metroid Dread. It's gonna be glorious. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> it's gonna be glorious, dude. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be gross. There's gonna be s- shit that is so stupid in that speed run. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. Because you can imagine the enemies are hard enough as it is now. Much worse they're gonna be on dread mode. Yes, it's gonna be difficult. <laughs> so I thought that was like a neat little like, oh hey, by the way, Metroid stuff. Boom. Here's some more DLC for a game that came out. Just last difficulty year. modes. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I think you're like, oh let's do dread mode. And someone else is like, hey, maybe we should do a, a like a lesser mode too for real because hey, we, maybe we really we think the, this game's hard. Maybe we need the baby mode for babies. Yeah, we're like, yes, please give us the exploration mode from the Uncharted series. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> God. Oh. All right, so this, the last reveal, like the big, big reveal, the end direct game, actually caught me by surprise. Me too, actually. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this because I do not like the second one. I think the second game is kind of bad. No, why is that? Why is the second game It's bad? just... When like, because Xenoblade Chronicles X and Xenoblade Chronicles X are such good games... And then you play Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and it's this weird, like, the the main character is fucking annoying. Um, there's a boob sword, a sword who has boobs. Bit weird. <laughs> well, wasn't Xenoblade Chronicles X kind of lambasted because of the uh, models in that game? Yeah, and I get that. I just enjoy that game way more than, like, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I see. It's I, just a lesser game, in my opinion. I played Xenoblade Chronicles for the first time. I love the first game. The first game is amazing. Last year, I you know I spent over hundred hours on it. You know I, I maxed everything out. I did as many side quests as I cared enough to do, and I got to the end. The ending was fine. It was anime as hell, which I expect from a game like this. But it didn't leave me with the sense of why would I do this again? Why would I do this again in a different game? Even I don't care enough about it. It's so good. It was fine. The gameplay was fine. I wasn't enthralled by the combat. It's just a really good JRPG. It was okay. Like, it was okay. Well, it was alright. Like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I don't know if they can do it again. I honestly don't. I, you know, people love Xenoblade. Sure. I like it. But the weird part about 3 here is that it's a, a mix of the worlds from 1 and 2. Yes, that one's cool. I like that part. So that's going to be interesting to see, okay, how are they going to mix these two worlds that are wildly different, Yeah, I think. And I, I like that part. Too. I like that part of it. It's cool. Is um, two worth playing? I think it's worth trying. Worth trying. I just don't. I'm not into the whole like 
this boob sword thing. Boobs. <laughs> I don't like it. It's kind of weird. Yeah, Pira and Mira, right? Yeah. yeah. I just I just think it's a lesser game, honestly. I just don't like the story. I think the combat is kind of uninspired. It just feels... I don't... The Xenoblade combat throws me off so much. I like I like it the, for some reason, too. I just... It's not as good. It's okay. It feels a little too much like timed action yeah. combat. And I like that. I think it's interesting. It's alright. I feel like Remake did it better. FF7 Remake did it better. You know? Yeah, I like, I like yeah, that. It's different, though. That's because more action based. And, yeah. And... But it's kind of the same. It's just slowed down, I guess. I don't know. It, it just didn't do... It was, they were trying for a different art combat style, which I appreciate, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It felt very grindy at some parts for sure. Yeah. But maybe that's my fault because I was like, the grind from 60 to 70 was real. True. True. So you can be good enough for the end game content or you can grind to do the real end game content. I was like, ah, you got me. I guess I'm grinding to get those levels to the end game. So I don't know. Rookie's a bitch. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was the big reveal. Very surprising. But honestly, after thinking about it and having a little bit of retrospective and like looking at the direct for what it was, I'm like, obviously it was going to be Chronicles at the end. It had to be some big giant RPG. Yeah. Since the whole direct was very RPG focused. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yep. As in one Chronicles 3, I'm not very excited, but someone will be. So, someone will be. And obviously, no release date yet. Yeah. That's way out. I bet that's like 2023. God. It's got a September 2022 release date right no There's no way. There's no way. I mean, Nintendo's pretty good about their release dates, but that just seems a little... Optimistic. Very close. <laughs> yeah, Fable September 2022. I mean, maybe. Sure. Oh, we didn't see any combat, though, did we? We didn't. We saw nothing. We just saw that story. Fucking trailers. <laughs> the weapons look cool, though. Sure. Sure. <laughs> That's the cool thing about Xenoblade. Weapons are cool, except when they have tits. That's right. That looks right. You know what I want? Give me the Xenogears trilogy from PS2. Yeah. So that and bring it to the Switch. Mm. I would play the hell out of that. The PS1 games? Oh, I'm sorry. Xenosaga games Z- from PS2. I don't care for Xenosaga. I like Xenogears. Dude, Xenosaga was great. Xenogears is good. Xenosaga. Mm. Get out of here. That was great. Mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> Those games are kind of sus. You're kind of sus. No. Okay, so that's our uh, thoughts and opinions on Nintendo Direct. If you have any thoughts, maybe we're wrong about something. You got no, we're not wrong. Opinion. We're never wrong. Eh, you know, always feel free to email Frank's us. Frank's usually wrong. I'm always right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's Arceus. It's not. It's not. <laughs> You're just saying it now to piss me off. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, you know, come find us on askcomicclub.gmail.com or our Facebook page if you want to just like shit talk us about yeah. our thoughts. But go yeah. Ahead. Whatever. I'll ignore you. Uh, <laughs> all right, okay, let's... so from Nintendo Direct, we are going to move on to the news roundup for the week. Let's uh, let's speed through this real quick. Uh, I oh oh, let's start with the best one. So the, the first one, the one that excites you the most. Uh, it's finally happening, everyone. Google Stadia is being deprioritized at Google, like I said it would when it was announced. I think it's very funny that the it's been labeled as being demoted within Google. Of course it is, because it was a failure. Yeah, yeah. The world's just, we can't handle cloud gaming yet. That's there, what it comes down to. There are full-on Stadia fanboys who would have arguments with you when this thing was announced. Because they were like, it's the future of gaming. It's the future of gaming. They were not thinking 
like a head at all. They just saw cloud gaming and they're like, oh, Google's gonna be the first, and it wasn't. I think there's a so one of them started. I don't want to call anyone out, but like they're they're in the kind of funny community. There is a guy who started a Google Stadia podcast. Oh yeah, short I, I, I can't imagine that he's happy right now. No, <laughs> I mean in Stadia team's defense, not the company as a whole, but this just the one team. They did add over 100 games last year to the service, and there are 50 games available for pro subscribers. So that's cool. You know they they're doing their best here. It's just it wasn't the right time. Honestly, is what it comes down to. No, it's a piece of shit too. I see. I understand. I hear that, but I don't agree with piece, that. It's a piece of shit. The their subscription service is garbage. Their their price points for the games are really bad because they didn't have like a, a. For a while, you had to have a Google Pixel in order to play it. Yeah, on your phone, but you can still play it through your PC. On a That's browser. Still stupid because not everyone has a PC. That's what it was. A, it was a focus. So your options were spend like a thousand dollars, like the fifteen hundred dollars I spent to build my PC. Right. Or to own a Google Pixel phone. And I don't know any people who have that. No, it could be in any computer. That's the thing. Anything with a web browser. I don't buy that it would work on anything. It's a cloud-based thing. Of course it will. I don't know. I, also, the internet infrastructure in America is yeah, so and that's, shit. That's the biggest problem right there. That's why it was never going to work at this point in the junction. They jumped the gun so hard. If you, if we had like full fiber everywhere, hell yeah, it was work. But mm-hmm. this is America we're talking about. We still have DSL places. Like, it's not happening. And the fact that they came in when it did, and people were like, no, Google's going to support it. You guys remember Google Glass? Do you remember half of Google's products that have died in the fire? They kill anything that doesn't work. Hey, remember Google Plus? Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Google News, uh, Google Chat, Google Talk. They're on their fourth Google, chat Google, thing, by the Google way. Google Hangouts? Yeah. Isn't that the fourth one? Yeah. That one's mildly successful, I think. They got... Um, phased out actually for just the Google chat that's in the Of course, of course it did. Of yeah. course it did. So the Stadia technology still exists and they're still going to be using that to provide for, other companies and services. For office integration is for what is the report. Which makes sense because <laughs> they, well, they already have that in some form with their Google Enterprise Suites. So it's weird to see it's what they're It's just the technology. Do. They're shopping the technology around. That's, I think that's business software. We don't know what the fuck to do with you so you're not making games anymore. But hey, that Stadia controller, fucking bomb. I hated it. You hate everything I, that's good. No, I don't. <laughs> I hate Google Stadia. <laughs> hey, man, it was a good controller. Is Google Stadia good? It doesn't seem like it was good. It's no. dead. Stadia was not great. Controller was good, though. The idea behind it was good. It just was not time yet. That's what it also, comes down to. I think a lot of my anger towards it is because Google's doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, I can't fault you there at all. Like, uh, fuck this company for try- even trying. Like, if Amazon tomorrow was like, we're going to launch a cloud gaming system, I'm like, get fucked. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ubisoft. Making a more grassroots, back-home Assassin's sure. Creed game. Okay. I like this. So, there was a Valhalla DLC that... Didn't quite work out because they have been gigantic. The next I, one coming out, Dawn of Ragnarok looks great. I really want to get. I, I'm about to re-download the game because I really want to get into those expansions. Um, but it it got too big for itself. So like this third DLC that they were going to come out with, it was I was like, hey, how about we just turn it into a standalone Assassin's Creed sure. game? Sure. And they're like, this is my favorite part. They're like they're making a smaller game and they're going to focus more on the stealth aspect sure. of the game. Like cool. You mean what Assassin's Creed is? What the legacy See, of this franchise actually I, is? I love the action RPG Assassin's Creed games, though. I don't. Like, that's not Assassin's Creed. It's just the but name. Slapped on an action RPG. Would you want the same game to be released again, or do, would you rather something new? 
Because around that time, Assassin's Creed was fucking awful. It's still not great. No, it's good now. But it's not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Origins has the best story in any Assassin's Creed game. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, it does. It does. I've played through it. The Ezio trilogy still beats it handily. You are high. You, sir, are wrong. There are so many Ezio games that are fucking trash. There's only three, by the way. No, there's not. (laughs) There's not three Ezio Auditory games. There's Revelations. That one sucks. Brotherhoods is okay. Uh, Two? Assassin's Creed 2? Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2. That's the Ezio trilogy. It's three games. It's not three games. There's more. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, don't tell me I'm wrong, Quill. Shut up. The Ezio trilogy is the best I, for, I forgot Creed. about everyone's favorite uh, Assassin's Creed guy, Altair. Oh, God. Talk about a game that needs a remaster. No. Yeah. Remake that Assassin's game, Creed 1. That game is aged terrible. I'm sorry. Most of those Assassin's Creed games have aged terribly. You are so wrong about that. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, still good. That's because it's not an Assassin's Creed game, it's a pirate game. It's a... Sa- oh my god. It's, Assassin's Creed element. It's literally I Assassin's Creed. I will die on this hill! <laughs> it says Assassin's Creed on the fucking box. It's right? sort of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but it's not a true Assassin's Creed game. Oh my god, you are <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Listen, I loved Assassin's Creed back when it was Assassin's Creed, okay? But it's still Assassin's no, Creed! It's, just, it's like, it's it's like st- saying that... Um, let's... <laughs> No, it's the same game. They just made it better. <laughs> no, they changed the direction of the franchise. Yeah, because the old direction kind of fucking sucks. No, that's because <laughs> they kept releasing broken, buggy games. No, because they kept releasing the same game every time. You are wrong. Syndicate was great. Unity was great once it was done being broken. Those stories. I'm were sorry. Great. Run that back. <laughs> Did you just say what you? I think you just said Unity was great once they no broke, they no, fixed no, no. the bugs. No, no, no. Unity fucking sucks. That storyline was fantastic. French Revolution. What a good storyline for that. That game is fucking trash. Oh I'm sorry. God. That game is trash. <laughs> I'm saying Ezio Trilogy releases on the uh, the Switch next I week. I don't give a fuck about it. And I'm all in for it. Give me that shit. I don't give a fuck Put about Ezio. Assassin's Creed Origins, best story in Assassin's Creed. Ugh, God, you're so wrong. It hurts. No, I'm not. I know people who agree with me. Ugh, what? <laughs> you're people three who are, boys? People who are right. Uh, it's like the new Ezio. The new resurrecting just a skeleton. It's like the new Assassin's Creed versus the old Assassin's Creed. That's what basically is. I, I think you're high. I think you're crazy. Ugh, you're so wrong. Anyways, this sounds cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this is. Um, so they're calling it, uh, right now it's codenamed Rift. You play as Basir. That's the name of the main char- the character Basim. in the game? Basim. Basim was apparently a baddie in Valhalla. Yeah. Which I know nothing about because I haven't played it. Yeah. Who has time for another Ubisoft open world game? Uh, I do, when it's interesting. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I-, I played a little bit of Fuck Race next time. I'm going to tell you, that game's not good. <laughs> But, you know, it'll come out at some point because they're still working on the Assassin's Creed Infinity 2, so this is like the stopgap in Assassin's Creed. Yep, for when all interest in this company dies. Yeah, well, so when, when someone buys Ubisoft. I've never I've never seen a company so dedicated to killing itself than the Ubisoft. Why, because Far Cry and no, because Assassin's Creed? They're, they're doing the stupid NFT shit right now. That's They sold literally 14 NFTs, by the way. I just Can we just talk about this one headline real quick? Ubisoft's latest Galaxy Brain moves the gift scammy NFTs to its employees. <laughs> they're good cool. job, Ubisoft. They're trying to. I I 100 convinced they're trying to get purchased. Is it going to be Sony or Microsoft? This seems like a Sony. I don't. I don't think it'll be Sony. I think it'll be Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, the uh, 
Embracer Group? Embracer Group, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, no, that is exactly what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's where that's going, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, we live in a nightmare. Yeah, we do. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if Ubisoft is purchased and then disappears for a while. See, but they want this beer, though, because they make too much money. They're doing this. They're turning Far Cry and Assassin's Creed into free-to-play games, which, good luck. Um, right? It's just... it's. I just... I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Ubisoft after whatever this is, honestly. It's just, it's just the open-world game company. That's what they do. That's all they do. It's op- It's shitty open-world game company, though. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It's like, like you know, when you're in a grocery store and you see those like the generic brand cereal that comes in a bag. Yeah. That's Ubisoft. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, and hey, if you like that, hey, I, more power to you. But like, there's a time and place for it, and I enjoy it every once in a while. But like, this is what. Okay, so this is the problem I have with Origins because the side content got so boring and so repetitive and so tedious. I'm like, I just want to get to the end of this game because I just don't care anymore. I don't care. I do not care about that much open world stuff in an Assassin's Creed game. Two and Brotherhood did it really well. Brotherhood's awesome, though. Brotherhood, it's not fair, because Brotherhood's a really great game. It's because the Ezio trilogy is the best Assassin's Creed ever was and I, will be. I don't I don't agree. I'm sorry. I mean, I can see the arguments for... I've played so many Assassin's Creed games, and, like, the stealth-based ones are the most forgettable. They're the best ones, you mean? No, they're not. I... I'm sorry. They, those games are so goddamn forgettable. No, you know what's forgettable? Origins. I can't remember any other like assassin's name other than Ezio, and maybe Connor. Altair. Uh, and Altair, yeah, like that's because those are whatever. It's just a shitty. I just hate those cell games now because like they tried, they tried so hard to make Assassin's Creed the next Call of Duty, and Oops. they ran it into the ground. And now they have they made the new Assassin's Creed, which I like better. I don't. No, 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 thank you. I have not played Odyssey or Valhalla because I'm just like, I was so thrown well, off by Origins. You're missing great games. I, I'm, I'm sure they're great games, but they're not great Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> I'm not having this argument. <laughs> <laughs> I've for days about you're, Assassin's Creed. You're, you're just like, oh, it's not Assassin's Creed, but like, I look at the cover of the game and what does it say, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> and sure, yeah, Donald Trump was also the President of the United States. But he was... Uh, <laughs> It's not even right. It's not even a right. Comparing Odyssey to Donald Trump is the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry, Penny. What a good analogy. I'm so good at this. So good. <laughs> what was the next story? I don't know. Donald Trump. Holy oh, shit. God. I wish I could edit that out. I don't want his name on my podcast. Oh, God. Oh, uh, it was... <laughs> you were talking about uh, RE4 Remake. So, okay. So the RE4 Remake details have come out. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be kind of a different kind of take on RE4. Um, it's going to take... like the, I don't know if you've ever seen the RE4. Like, I played it. Played so, it on the Wii. What a good game on the Wii, by the way. It, most of the game takes place in the day. It's like it, the whole game takes place in the span of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So... It all takes place at night now, which is an extreme difference. Um, it's scarier, inspired by the RE4 datas. And if you don't know the infamous history of RE4, I do not. A lot of those betas became different games. Like uh, one became Double May Cry, or was that RE2? But that was RE2. Okay. Yes. Um, 
But there's one infamous called Resident Evil 3.5, which was the Hookman demo, infamously. And it was it was more it was more horror focused instead of like the actiony kind of horror game that right. RE4 is. And that Resident Evil kind of turned into for quite a few yeah. games. Wasn't it like four, five, six, and seven four, all kind of action-y? four, five, six are actiony. Seven is returned kind of to RE2 kind of tone. Yeah, and then obviously there finish. is there is action in those games, but it's more toned back and more kind of kind of grittier. I'd call it right. Um, Side characters have bigger roles, so like uh, Hunnigan and all them will probably have. Do they give a story to the merchant? Do they, I don't think do they, they will. Do they duke him like village? Because Duke doesn't really have as much of a story either. But he has something. He has he has hints of a story, like he like he he's hinting at he has. I know something happens with him at the end of the game that's yeah. story specific. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, even if, do they just add a little bit to the merchant? Do they add, do they add a little extra I, I, flavor? To they them? will add. Like flavor too, yeah, for sure. Um, and and Ada's campaign will be expanded. I always heard that her campaign was too short. I never actually played through it myself. It, it's fine. Yeah, Ada's Ada Wong's a good character. I like her. Um, possible early twenty two reveal, and I believe that because like, there's kind of hints that they are kind of ramping up to finish the game. Yeah. So, cool. I'm excited to see it because I really like the re- like. People are like, I don't know about RE4 remake. And I'm like, I looked at, it and I'm like, you know what? If they're gonna add new things to it and kind of reimagine it, um, go ahead, do it. Yep, I think that's a good option and a good choice to remake. Yeah. Honestly, because it's a very beloved game in that franchise. It was a very good game in the franchise. It's honestly like I'd call it one of the best games of all time. Um, I think it's definitely up there. And honestly, if they're gonna do this, like. We'll call it a, like a director's cut almost yeah. of it. I, that's what a great so, idea. Sort of like a reimagining. And you know what? And I, on the remake front of this, the other two remakes that they've done, I really like those games. They're yeah. fantastic and they're worth playing if you haven't. Cannot um, wait to see the speedruns of this because speedruns of RE4 are nuts. Yes, it is insane. Yeah, um, they're good. Honestly, this is the only Resident Evil that I've actually ever really fully played through. Yeah, because it's not scary. Because Yeah, it's not scary. <laughs> which would help. Help me out a lot. Also, played it on the Wii because it had the peripherals. Oh, yes. That was really cool. Yes. The motion controls, that was so cool. I also had the Wii version. It was so neat. And, like, I... I did you have the gun? I did. Yeah, me too. It was so was good. All, and, like, that is the preferred way to play it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, preferred way to play it, honestly, is playing on GameCube, if you can get a copy. Um, yeah. What? Because GameCube's original version. Oh. That's true. Yeah. And I love the GameCube. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it was a pretty good system. It is. Um... But yeah, hey, it's coming. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I really am. Cause I love Ari, Ari is evil. One of my favorite franchises. It's good stuff. All right, last news piece. Here we go, baby. Frank, take the reins. Oh my God, it's happening, people. The Wow World of Warcraft 9.2 release date was announced t- right. earlier today. Uh, it will be, funnily enough, February 22nd. <laughs> Because we didn't have enough going on in the spring of quarter I, one here. I hate everything about this already. It's it's something. I saw that release date and I was like, it could have been in March, really. Like it had to be then. So I'm just like, I'm so disappointed. Here's by this. my question. Yes. Did they kind of like, did they have to like physically pull each other apart from sexually harassing each other to finish this? I or mean, like, was it? I think there's a whole lot of that going on already. God, why? <laughs> but 
it's new content, which is always good. They're doing tier sets this time around instead of the stupid-ass Shard of Domination system, so thank God for that. You can't see my face, but I'm so disappointed right now. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I'm used to disappointment in my life, Hunter. Okay, fair enough. Well, you are a World of Warcraft fan. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm a World of Warcraft player. <laughs> the fact that there's a difference <laughs> is really worrying. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I am for sure. I'm like, I sort of really saying, I'm like, God, I kind of don't want to. Like, if there's a part of me is like, I kind of just. But I enjoy playing with my f in real life friends. That's part of it. That's really most of it at this point. Someone honestly. needs to make an with a replace. Wow. Uh, well, there's FF14. Yeah, the, I don't consider that like a WoW replacer. I consider that a WoW alternative. Yeah. I, well, that's what all MMOs are at this point. There's no replacement. It's just. Actually, the thing I'm most interested in is how WoW changes after the acquisition. Because, mm. like, does it come to... Does it... So, I doubt it will. Does it somehow come to Xbox, too? Does Blizzard somehow get some of their independence back and put out good content again? I think I think that's a given. Yeah. I well, mean, let's not assume things. Uh, you're right, actually. <laughs> let's not assume a damn well, thing well, about with, this. With the track record that we have... Right. I'd say it's a possibility. It's a possibility, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, Eternity's Edge is coming. New raid, new content. Uh, it's going to be really good. It's the end of the whole storyline. Who knows what's going to happen with Sylvanas? It's going to piss off 90% of the fan base because they're all crazy. Don't care. Because uh, WoW's storyline is really not good <laughs> at all. You're telling me. Yeah, it's not great. I've seen the movie. Oof. That's not World of Warcraft, though. That's just Warcraft. Yeah. Hey, that movie was perfectly mediocre. Yeah, it had cool-looking orcs. It had great moments. Sure. It was, it was... I'm I'm kind of disappointed the armor wasn't giant and blocky, though. It kind of was. It was, but it wasn't enough to a point where I was like, <laughs> damn, come on. You gotta, you gotta like, like, live into the meme. They have giant shoulder pads. God, that was something else. So, yeah, 9.2 February 22nd. Um, who knows how it's gonna go? I got me really don't have faith. At all, whatsoever. Uh, the tier sets are like either really broken or just not functional at all for a lot of classes right now. Or there's a lot of nerfs coming through. People are like, nah, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> Fair. So really, my, my plan for this is you know to tank for my rate group, do as minimal content as possible to get through the 9.2 campaign, hit a few dungeons a week and be like, ah, this is good. I got other better games to play. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's my idea. That's my ideal 9.2. I'm like, I'm, my plan right now actually is just to do a six-month sub Cancel it immediately. And once that hits the end of the six months, bye wow until 10.0. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> That's how much faith I have in this game right now. That's how good the content is. Why do you is. still play it if you feel this way? Because I have real life friends that we've been playing together for years. That's I understand why. that, but like, at a certain point, you guys gotta be like, maybe this game isn't good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something we all do together. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Sure, I get that part. But like at a certain point, you guys gotta like face some music that maybe it's not going to get good again. Ah, well, well, we'll see what happens with the merger. Like you said, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Like, you sound like a drug addict sometimes. I was going to say, I sound like an addict. Don't I? It's okay, guys. It's okay. It'll be it'll, fine. It'll get better. It'll get better. Once Phil Spencer is in charge, everything hey guys, will be okay. you got more of that Warcraft? <laughs> on, on the Microsoft acquisition, though, I, I think that is the most interesting part. Blizzard is the most interesting part of that. Oh, for sure. Because, like, is World of Warcraft subscriptions going to be part of Game Pass? Could they possibly, like, bundle that in somehow. Phil Spencer is adamant to the fact that Game Pass price is not going to go up. No, it's not. I think that's I don't think they I don't think they have to at this point. Like, I don't think they do. I mean, if they maybe if they buy one more giant studio, like an Activision Blizzard size one, probably it'll go up. 
Maybe. But, like, if they buy, like, another studio, I don't think it will affect things that much. I think this is... The whole Game Pass thing is affecting the indie scene yeah. a little bit. Yeah. People, I know there's some studios out there like, man, if we don't release on Game Pass, like, do we get traffic at this point? You know? And what's the cut there? I think that... That's a fair. I think that is, like, a problem that they're gonna have to, like, kind of figure out themselves, almost. Because yeah. it, it does feel like they need, need they do need better marketing. Because it's like... There's so many indie games that come to Game Pass that I play. Like I'll, I'll download a game on Game Pass, play it for five minutes, and delete it. Well, those, all those companies market themselves, but obviously they don't have the marketing budget. No, but there's not. But there, you're right. There's Microsoft not a, doesn't really market it. There's not a platform for them, like Microsoft's. Well, Microsoft kind of does like this week in Xbox, and they will do like yeah. what's coming to and from Game Pass. So there is that. I just I just feel like Game Pass is a marketing platform almost for these games. Oh, absolutely, and. Uh, what we don't know is, are the numbers behind what these developers get from Game Pass, right? I'm sure they get some. I'm sure they get a decent size. I'm chunk. sure they do too, but we just don't know what those because, numbers like, are, right? There's crazy games that show up on Game Pass, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that to come here. Like, there's over 400 games on Game Pass. As far as we know, Microsoft released their number, not really released the numbers, but numbers were seen. They have over 25 million yeah, subscribers which is to Game Pass. Nuts. So that's a monthly subscription or yearly depending on how they're doing it to this insane package and it's just like okay what's the cut for indie devs at this point i don't know but it's fair to assume that it's a pretty good cut. i hope it's good yeah i honestly hope it's good because they deserve it yeah absolutely but i mean like like i said i'll play like download a game on game pass play for five minutes and delete it if i don't like it like right it's it's like a great way for, to play indie games it's a great library yeah it's a great li- thanks thanks microsoft for the netflix of games yeah. Basically. Thank you, Phil. Come here, let's check. Uh, Sony, get on this. Let's go. Your turn. I can't wait. Come on. I want to see it. I want to see it. Give me that PS plus plus plus. I hope it's good. It's I really great. do. Because like Sony properties hold near dear my heart, and they don't have a Game Pass. <laughs> I know. So crazy. So let's jump into some new games that released this week. We'll 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 start a whole new thing. We try to get our hands not our hands on, but we'll, well try to as much as we can. Give our impressions on. Newer games, like the big new games of the week. What's what's going on out there? What's what's the headlining games? What what's going on with them? So the first one I want to talk about is Sifu. Yeah. The Chinese martial martial arts based roguelike beat 'em up platformer, not platformer, beat 'em up that came to PlayStation Four, Five, and PC. Yeah. It looks really good. Reviews on it are stellar. Yeah, sure, it looks cool. I just I don't know. I'm not that into it. I'm buying this. I'm getting this. I'm gonna master this shit. It's gonna be great. It's gonna take me forever. I'm gonna be mad at it. It's, it's a thing of like. I think it's cool. I just, like, I look at it, and I'm like, am I really going to play through this as many times as they want me to, or am I just going to get frustrated and not play it ever again? Which is always the challenge of a roguelike, right? It's like, yeah. how hard is it going to be? When I hear Sifu's very challenging, which is fair yeah. uh, for what it's doing. I think it's fun to watch other people play Sifu. Right. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. Like, that's how I feel about uh, another game we're going to talk about when we get to it. But, like, right. there's certain games I look at, I'm like, I'm not going to play that. Which is totally fair. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the Sifu speedrunning community. <laughs> That's me nuts. How? How can you do it, though? Uh, I, I saw a headline a couple of days ago about how the Sifu player has already gotten down to 40 minutes. I don't understand. Yeah, people are nuts, dude. But then they had, like, early release. Like, they had the demo. Like, it's probably an early creator. Like, one of those streamers who had early access to the game and had time for it, you know? So I'm like, That's awesome. Cannot wait to play this game. It's gonna be great. Did you see the the live action trailer they released for it? Like the seven minute yeah, short. Yeah, that's cool. That I was like really that. neat. That was great. I like, like the way it looks and the concept behind it is really rad. Yeah, it's just a thing of like, 
I don't want it. There's so many other cooler games coming out, and I'm like, I don't want to dedicate time to this thing. Right, it's fair. Uh, I'm still on Pokemon Legends Arceus myself. Me too. I'm still working my way through it. I'm right. still in the Crimson Mirelands. I'm. Uh, I just entered the fourth area. Well, we're about to enter the fourth area yesterday. So, about forty hours in now. Doing good. There we are, making our way through. So, see if it looks good. I'm gonna try it. Hunter's gonna put it on that corner. Totally understandable. Uh, maybe I'll play it on that subscription service. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I like that. That'd be great. <laughs> Dying Light 2. What are, you, what are your thoughts oh, on Dying Light 2? Oh, no. Okay, so, I've watched a lot of people stream this game. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not I'm not buying this shit. Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. I don't, okay, I, I am at a very specific point where I aggressively do not give a shit about zombies anymore. Okay, yeah. Zombies went out of style maybe five, six years ago, though, at this point. It is... I, I am very nostalgic for 20, 2010 through 2013, I'd say. That is, like, the golden years of my gaming, sort of. It's, like, where I kind of kind of formed what I liked the most, I guess I'd call it. Right, right. Um, I'm tired of zombies. I'm just done. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, can't. zombies went on style around the eighth season of Walking Dead. All that being said, Dying Light 2, uh, from what I've seen in the story, is very cringe. <laughs> <laughs> It is the cringi cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. There's a character who calls you Aiden Bobaden multiple times. It's kind of funny. It's disgusting. It's your sister. Um, it is... The parkour looks cool. That's the, that's the one thing I look at. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But like, I could play Mirror's I've, I've also equally heard terrible things about the story, but I've heard the gameplay's good. The gameplay's good. Yeah. The gameplay looks very good. I hear um, a lot of it's a little too time-gated. Or sure. skills gated from what I understand. Sure, I'm sure it is. I like I said, I haven't played it. I've only watched streams. Right. Um, and the story is so cringeworthy that I don't ever want to play this. Yeah. I'm I'm interested in it, but it's one of those games like I will check this out when it's like ten bucks down. When it's the line. on Game Pass, I'll play it. Probably. Yeah, they're one of those maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing of like I am there's no way. I don't it's it looks good, but like I'm saying I'm with you, Mike. I'm over zombie games. I, I have it for a long time. It's 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 a trope that needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. Find something, some new post-blocked up thing to do. Like I don't know, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, Kirby <laughs> looks cool. He eats cars. He becomes cars. That's why things like Sifu are cool. Is yeah. because it's not a fucking zombie game again. Right? You know, it's an, a different idea, an original idea. And there's a whole thing around it, which we're not gonna touch upon because we are not even remotely qualified to do that. But Sifu looks fantastic, and it's an original idea, an original IP. We'd love to see that. Dying Light 2, you know, Techland is doing Techland things. That's basically what this game is. Yeah, well, they have to make up for not making Dead Island 2. A game that's never coming out. I don't care how many reset era threads you post. God, never I, coming out. I saw out. a rumor about it earlier today, and I'm like, guys, it's not happening. You are all high if you think Dead Island 2 is still happening. I think it was a VGC article or something like that. I don't know. It was weird. That's a little bit more reputable, though, because, like, they, they've been pretty good about leaks. Yeah. So I, but they think it's gonna come out before the end of this year, and I'm like, there's no way. Like they just released Dying Light Two. Like Dead Island Two is not coming at the same you time. Fucking nuts. Yeah, that's, that was my thought process. But that discredits the whole thing entirely. I'm yeah, sorry, that game's not real. Like, there's no way Techland releases two games the same year. They're not that big a studio, are no, they? No, they're not. It's an independent studio that releases this these games. I, it just, it's not happening, sorry. Uh, and, and, like, even if it did, I am not excited by seeing Dying, Dying Light 2. I'm like... God. Writing bad. Gameplay good. Writing bad. Very bad. Very bad. God. Let's talk about Lost Ark. The new, hot new MMO in the streets. 
Uh, I've watched arc. a couple streams of this. Like, I, I'm just going to be me talking about streams I watched because I have not really played many other games other than Pokemon Arceus this week. Let me do a little thing here. So Lost Ark uh, was originally an MMO that released in South Korea in 2019. And it's been slowly working its way hit Japan. It's like a Diablo. Thing, your, right? It is a Diablo yeah. clone, basically. It's a Diablo three clone. Yeah, uh, it looks good. Um, the so there's a founders version. It was like a platinum version, bronze version, whatever that you could have early early access to for three days. It's a free to play MMO though, and that's the exciting part. It goes free to play tomorrow in America. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'll try this. That's what I was thinking. Like I'm doing the same thing. I'm like. I was like, you know what I love? I love the gameplay where it's numbers go big. Yes. Give me the numbers go big gameplay. I love that. Meter love go that. up, number go big. Yeah. Let me hit that for like 20 hours and I'm satisfied. Yeah. I'll try it out if it's free to play. I didn't know it was free to play. I yeah. I to pay for it like New World. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's the funny part is that it's Amazon publishing this in the States. Isn't that weird? I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Seriously, I saw the Amazon name attached. I'm like, oh, it must be a garbage game. There's no way it's going to be good because they just did New World. No, they're just publishing it. They're just bringing it over. Sure. It's on Steam. Download it tonight. <laughs> like, the game looks good, though. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's here. big, flashy animations. It's very anime-esque. Apparently, it's got a good story, from what I understand. Not shocking. Yeah. So I'm I might like, download this. It's worth trying, right? Yeah. It's free to play. I'll play it. Yeah. So I think maybe it'll peak, you know, Saturday probably at some point. There might be queues to get in line to get into the game because obviously free-to-play game, free-to-play MMO, even at that rate. It's going to happen, but worth a try. Absolutely. Sure. Looking forward to it. <laughs> maybe I'll stream it someday. Because I need more MMOs, right? Yeah, maybe I'll stream it. <laughs> Listen, FF14 is going great. <laughs> yes, when I get there. It's a pretty game. Um, uh, that's cool. Hey, Hunter, what you been playing this week? Not a lot. Uh, <laughs> Tell me one cool thing you did in gaming this week. Booted up Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Was it on PC or PS5? PC. P oh, it's not on PS5. So, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Well, you get the PS4 version on PS5, but it's not the PS5 version. So, right. I'm not going to say this is a great game by any means. Right. I think this game has potential. Had potential. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things in it that I really like. But also... It is the most frustrating open world game I've ever played. Interesting. I never heard this side of that. So, Minus people like always glitches. talk about the glitches and all that, and that's yep. fine. Um, my biggest gripe with this is Night City feels so fucking empty. Oh, okay. Uh, like, L.A. Noir, it's L.A. Noir levels of emptiness. Like, there's nothing to do. Wow. You can go to a bar and drink. That's a. There's no activities. There's nothing to do. There's side quests, aren't there? There's side quests, but like the side quests are all like copy and pasted shit. Uh, that's gross. And I, and I enjoy the combat. I enjoy. I'm enjoying the story. Surprisingly enough, the story is actually pretty solid. Um, I I don't hate it. People are like, Kevin Reeves is mailing it in. I'm like, I don't get the sense that he's. People are just looking in. for any reason to complain about that game. Listen, CD Projekt Red did a lot wrong I, with this game, but they're good with the story. There's lines. a lot to complain about with this game. Right. Um. But my main my main gripe is I think that as an open world game it is very very bland and a boring and just there's nothing to do I would like why is there no activity you, you have this beautifully rendered city it is, it is the coolest thing ever to walk around in the city because you see these advertisements things that are insane you get these like neon lights and shit and like the like 
driving around in the rain looks fucking incredible. Right. It's just an amazing looking game, and there's nothing you can do other than like buy weapons, do side quests, and move on with the story. A lot of flash, not a lot of substance. Yeah. And I like the story. Like like I said, it's not awful. It's not awful at all, by any means. It's just a game where you've created this beautiful world that I want to explore, and like there's, I can just look at it. That's right. the only thing. I can't interact with it anyway. <laughs> it's nuts. I can't believe they released a game like this. Right. Because the like, look at The Witcher. The Witcher has Gwent. You, you, there are like bare-knuckle fighting things in this right. game, but like that's... It's not enough. It's just like you're just fighting these dudes. Yeah. It's I don't understand. Like, I want to explore in the cyberpunk world, and like I can't because there's nothing to do. Yeah, like CD Projekt Red, give me more. Give yeah. me more extra to this. And world. I've heard that supposedly that the next big update they're gonna do is a soft reboot for the next gen. Yeah. Versions that come yeah. out. Yeah. So, okay. I hope they add more campaigns. That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, I, I like the game. I just wish there was more to do with it. So CD Projekt Red listening here, add more to the game. That's yeah. all we're asking for. I've paid my 60 bucks. I haven't refunded it. <laughs> Obviously. Because I was interested in playing it when it was less buggy. Oh, rip Battlefield 2042. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, but that is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. God. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I... I, I like Cyberpunk, and I want to like it more, but the game's actually actively fighting me. <laughs> like, I want to like you, but you're not letting me. <laughs> I, I want to give this game, like, a 10 out of 10, and it's, like, more like a 7 or a 6. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair for what it the is. Story, people are like, oh, the story's not that great, and I'm playing, and I'm like, the story's pretty good. Good. So, it's got that going. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, other than that, Playing Pokemon Arceus. Uh oh. What you got? What you got? I was playing Fist of North Star. Uh, the Yaku- the the game. I don't remember the, the. It's like Stranger Paradise or something. No, Strang- it's Final Fantasy Origins game. Something <laughs> Paradise. Fist of North Star. It is a Fist of North Star game made by the Accusa team. Oh, interesting. I got that for like two bucks on PlayStation sale. That game is so much fun. Oh yeah. It is. I I, I don't know anything about Fist of North Star other than like the memes. <laughs> like you yeah, already did, or like him like opening a haystack and he's there. <laughs> God, the anime was so bad. And maybe I should watch the anime because like I'm really enjoying this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. It is absolutely. It's something. so cool. I generally like that game. The combat is so much fun. You like punch people and they explode. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's just a North Star for you right there. And that's a, that's everything I've done really. That's nice. <laughs> what about you, Frank? What have you done? Man, I've been a little busy in the indie space this week and also playing a lot of Pokemon Legends Arceus like we talked about. That's I am right. about 40 hours into this point. I think I've filled up maybe half of the Pokedex. I'm, I'm not even close. <laughs> yeah, I think I hit over 100 a couple days ago. Yep. Uh, there's 242 in the game. We'll see if we get them all this round. Like, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to, but I'm like, how much more of a grind is this It's going to be, be a lot. And I'm like, I don't I've got too many other things to play. Like, we'll see. We'll see. I think... Like, this is a game that I will pick up and go as I, I go throughout the year, I think, yeah. at this point. But the, I, I'm enjoying the storyline, actually. Yeah, it's really it's good. good. So, like, I'm, I'm on to the fourth area. I haven't really started it yet, so we can see what Pokemon am I going to run into next. What cool things am I going to find? Was, what is surprising about this game is how much of it uses callbacks to the older games. Yeah. Like, there's a quest that I got called The Sea's Legend. 
And I was like, this is so weird. Like, it doesn't give you any markers. Doesn't give you anything. I'm like, what do I do about this quest? And like, I'm trying really hard not to look up stuff for this game. So this one I had to look up. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell this is referencing. This quest is referencing a book that you see in original Diamond and Pearl in a library. What? Yeah. And that's that information that you use to do this quest. That is the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, what a goddamn callback that is. Like, what? Once you play those games, like, there's no way you know that that was what you're supposed to do. It's like you have to catch specific Pokemon, they go to a specific area, and do a whole thing. I'm like, I would not have even known that. I, I had to have looked this up because there's just, and unless the book shows up somewhere in the world, which I'm not convinced it does. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They put that in the game. Holy yeah. shit. Like, that's a deep cut right there, Pokemon. A deep cut game freak, okay? Crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. So a lot of my free times can go into that, but I also, I finished Olia uh, this weekend. Good game. Good little indie game. Like, five to six hours. It's got really fluid combat. The harpoon's really cool to use. Um, it's a couple of kind of punishing boss fights, but they're fun to learn. I okay. enjoyed it for the most part. It's a pretty good, solid combat game. And then I played uh, with uh, Lost Words Beyond the Page. It's a mouthful of title. Right. Yeah, um, so what this game is, it's a, a little adventure, platforming adventure game where you play as a young girl mm -hmm. who is um, dealing with some stuff in real life, but at the same time she's also writing the story, so you play as the character in the story as well. And, like, this game really tricks you. Because marketing makes you think like this is happy like little fantasy. You're doing journal stuff. No, no, it's a lie. It's all a lie. This game is about grief. It is about death. It's dealt with really heavy topics, and I was not prepared for it at all. It brought emotions out of me. Emotions uh, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The video game made me feel something. It made me feel things that I was just not prepared for it, Hunter. But it was good. Why are you so depressed over That's, this? It was a really good narrative-driven story. All right, it was just really. It good. sounds cool. It was really good how they have a character what, deal with it. What kind of game is this? Like a platformer? Is it like it's like a little platformer adventure? It's okay, a little right. side-scrolling. Okay. Two D. Right. Two point five kind of D. So side-scrolling, you like. You have a little when you're in fantasy land. You have like this little magic book, and you use magic words to do things like rise platforms, burn things. Oh, so it's like scribble knots. A little bit, yeah, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was just it's set words though. You don't you can't. Oh, it, dang! Yeah. Can't bring in the Joker. No, but you can tell that like this the game Joker. was made with PC in mind first because it's very much like you have a cursor the whole time. It's like okay, clearly that's supposed to be a mouse the whole time. So it it controls fine, honestly. It's not that bad. But it was really good, so I really recommend to people who like a narrative driven game. And so it's a indie game, so you know, roughly four to six hours. Take up your time. It's very good. Highly recommend it if you're into that sort of thing. It just it just caught me by surprise. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Really caught me by surprise. Cool. Sounds awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. So, we ready to wrap this up, my friend? Sure. Let's wrap it up. Let's We're bring at it home. An hour and thirty-five minutes. Hell yeah! Let's go. So, you can follow us on social media at on Facebook and Twitter at Comedy Club Podcast. Find me on Twitter at Young underscore Comedy underscore. And you can find Frank at Game Stetson. Uh, email us at AskComedyClub.com. At gmail.com, sorry. <laughs> Get the uh, whole thing in there. If you're on iTunes, you can leave us a five-star rating if you would. Please. Pretty please. Um, 
And if you are on Spotify, you can also rate us, by the way. I found that out. You oh, yeah? can rate podcasts on Spotify. Hell yeah, come rate so, us. Come rate us, us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Music, all the good stuff. Yeah, give us a rating. Help us reach out and find an audience, man. We want to share this. This, You know, if you like the show, <laughs> share with somebody. Show it to them. Just give a quick retweet. You know, we share on Facebook every week. Just, uh, you know, just click the share button to your followers. It takes all five seconds. That's right. Um, other than that, you know, I got nothing else. Frank, you got anything to plug? Hey, come hang out sometime. That's right. Come hang out. <laughs> we have a comic club Discord now, too. So We do. I'm still trying to figure out how to make that public to people. Um, I, I don't know exactly how Discord works. So <laughs> We are learning how to make a media That's empire. Right. That's right. So, as always, as I finish these episodes, don't forget... God bless the ring.